everyone, and welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. My name is Robbie, and I'm here with Andy Lumrock. Hello, Andy. Hey, Robbie. Good to be with you this week. Lots happening. Yeah, absolutely. So today we're talking about the Twitter hack. Um, there's there has been a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot uh, of coverage in the news. Um, but before we get the opinions out, let's uh, let's lay down the facts. So three have been charged so far in alleged connection with the. Twitter hack, including a 17-year-old teen from Florida, uh, reportedly the mastermind behind the attack. Um, on Friday, Florida law enforcement, along with the FBI, IRS, and U.S. Secret Service, have arrested and charged the teen with over 30 felony counts. The three are allegedly behind the July 15 Twitter hack that compromised 130 accounts of high-profile users, such as Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Apple, and Uber. The used they used the accounts to request Bitcoin and managed to receive more than $100,000 in Bitcoin in just one day. The teen was charged with organized fraud, communications fraud, fraudulent use of personal information, and access to computer or electronic device without authority. It sounds like what might have been looked at as a game for the three alleged perpetrators has taken a very bad turn for them. What I'm wondering about is... How prepared are we to carry out such investigations? Are nefarious hackers capable of attacking organizations anonymously without consequences? Or are we witnessing governments taking the cyber world more seriously today? Well, there are a lot to digest there, uh, Ravi. But yeah. um, maybe let, let, let's uh, add a little bit more substance to this. So uh, this particular um, team is a pretty well-known hacker. He's been hacking since he was 10 years of age when he started uh, playing Minecraft and he's got a litany of, uh, I guess, supposed crimes of uh, theft and ransom and things like that associated with Minecraft and those sorts of things. Um, apparently quite a volatile um, young man, if you read in the, in the New York Times and those sorts of things. Wow. So... Uh, when you sent me the narrative, I sort of jumped in. I wanted to really get the, the backstory on this, but yeah. um, it would appear that this is not, you know, a kids having a, a play around. It's a pretty serious hack. Um, mm. They hacked 130 counts uh, in Twitter. Uh, luckily for them, they, they didn't, uh, you know, post anything or tweet anything, if you like, that would cause other consequences like a stock market crash or those sorts of things, which mm -hmm. has happened in the past. Um, so I think this is a very serious matter and uh, we certainly should be um, tracking these types of uh, threat actors down as much as possible. And they, when you talk about a stock market crash, they definitely could have done that. I mean, some of the accounts were such high profile, like Jeff Bezos was there, Elon Musk was there, Bill Gates, Joe Biden. Um, yeah. We've seen Barack Obama. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we've seen them tweet from like Joe Biden's account. Um, the gist of it was like, I'm giving back to the community. Um, all Bitcoin sent to the address below will be sent back doubled. Um, and then they put the Bitcoin wallet, uh, uh, I believe, number over there, so you can send the money. And you know, while you're hoping it will come back doubled, but definitely nothing is coming back. So it doesn't sound to be. I mean, it sounds to be sophisticated when it comes to um, perpetrating the um, attack. But the authorities has been able to come back to it and identify the perpetrators fairly quickly. Do you think governments are moving towards this? Uh, 
uh, trend of uh, hiring more cyber savvy people and taking cyber attacks much more seriously than they used to be? Look, um, there's there's no question that we've seen a ramp up in cyber activity where we're living in the connected world. Uh, and so therefore governments have to now fight this new front line. And, and I th think this is a form of warfare. Um, if it's nation state um, in terms of that, this is obviously not nation state, even though it might've seemed that way because it was so powerful. I mean, if you look at this particular hack, I think it was a very targeted spear phishing attack using a phone call to get through the layers of Twitter's administration to get to the admin account to take over these accounts, right? So this is a very well coordinated, which is you know got the hallmarks of a nation state yeah. type uh, attack. It's very very well coordinated, if you like. Um, and so to to see um, you know government organisations. Um, come together quickly and find these perpetrators and you know, arrest them so quickly is is a little bit of comfort for all of us, I think, that yeah. um, we do have sophisticated cyber defence uh, programs in place. They're continuing to grow. Um, you know, our own government, um, the Morrison government, announced massive funding uh, recently mm -hmm. uh, in there. The New South Wales government here in Australia has done exactly the same. So yeah. there's definitely a, a wind-up in investment and the uh, and the advancement of capability both from a human side of things as well as technology which um, i think we need yeah and it, it used to be that the government would protect your um your physical your physical data in the sense that your physical belongings your house your properties now we see governments moving in to protect your cyber data as well um issuing a lot of regulations to make sure that company even private private corporations are making sure that your data is safe and that they're liable if they lose your data or uh, if they treat your data in a way that you weren't expecting them to treat at the beginning um with regards to the twitter hack itself it sounds like um, it was a matter of cyber culture um, uh, that was kind of missing from some of the employees that were um, targeted with this attack. Um, how do you, how important do you see education when it comes to employees around cyber, especially around phishing attacks? How important do you see that in the future? Well, look, it, it's critical, and I think if you go looking at any stats associated with instance breaches, etc., I think there's a, a, a strong consistency around the human element in that. Mm. And so, I think you know, a third or a half of all breaches are associated to a breakdown um, by a human somewhere in in the chain of um, of the attack. And so. Education is critical and uh, being more cyber aware and more cyber savvy is absolutely important. It's, it's one of those things where we're coming, though, from a culture where if you got hacked five or six or seven, ten years ago, you know, it's sort of you wanted to cover it up and, you mm -hmm. you know, it's it was almost like an, such an embarrassment and it was shameful. Uh, now this is we have to fight this together and we have to speak up. So, you know, a couple of years ago, the Australian government brought out, you know, notifiable data breach. So mm -hmm. we could start to publicise these breaches. And it wasn't just a witch hunt, even though there are fines associated with it, but it was all about getting this out on the table, creating visibility around the threat actors and the methods that they are following and using to um, exfiltrate data or hold us to ransom and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so education is critical and um 
it just goes to show you even with a sophisticated organization like twitter who i'd imagine have some fantastic training for their staff on mm -hmm. this um a very targeted spear phishing campaign can get at the heart of any organization you know we need to be aware if it's suspicious speak up yeah and it's a, a, i really think it's a very positive move in the culture to move from where it's shameful to be hacked and you want to keep it a secret to where um, if you're being hacked, the number one thing you're, you believe is you're responsible for is visibility um, and transparency and making sure that everybody knows that, hey, this is happening here. We welcome any help. Um, we're doing everything we can to mitigate it, but we're not going to hide this from anyone. So that is great to see happening. Um, yeah, we well, we, we live in the... Um... We live and transact in a connected economy, you know, a global connected economy. And so, therefore, uh, that's what holds us together. And to, to hold our boundaries on that and keep it safe, um, we have to be aware. And we have to look at each other and help each other out. So, uh, yeah, critical. Education couldn't be more important. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. And that was episode 16 of the Moving Forward podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thanks, Robbie. Great podcast. Um, but to especially to all of our um, Victorian listeners, stay safe. We know it's really hard in the in this extra lockdown period. So tune in. Hope we gave you a little bit of something to smile about or think about. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you.